Hello everybody there, and it's uh, episode, I think episode 3 now of uh, Click of Heat. Um, very short one tonight, um, time I'm afraid is pressing, in about um, 11 hours time I'll be on a ferry to France, and for the next week I'll be on my holidays, and in uh, 7 days time the UK Nationals start, so it's uh, back to back stuff. All I really want to do tonight is um, look at how Vanguard may well be played in, uh, in, in Booster or in Sealed. Uh, it's due out in, what, a week or so's time, hopefully for the UK Nationals, uh, cross fingers. Uh, but I see by mid-June the uh, tournament rules have already been revised, showing it as a uh, tournament legal by about the 15th. So, days to do, hopefully. Um, all it really is, then, is um, a quick run-through of where we are in terms of units, um, uh, and some of the sort of uh, the say, more salient points as to which ones could be could or couldn't, probably shouldn't be used in booster draft. Um, not been helped this week by uh, the move of Realms and uh, losing its unit database. Um, always very, very useful um, to click and uh, drag through all those, but never mind. Um, in terms of sneak peeks, I think we're probably about there, actually, thinking about it. There's, uh, I think, very few pieces left. I think all the infantry, all the common mechs are out. Uh, the vehicles, I think, are all out. There may be the odd unique in there we haven't seen yet, but uh, by and large, I think the full set is, uh, is, is well and truly all the details are known. Um, just thinking about really by, by sort of the breakdown, um, what's one of the biggest things about uh, sealed or, or booster as well is, is the ability to, to mix and match. Um, if we look at the infantry and the vehicles, um, i.e. the ones that can you uh, make formations with, firing formations, close combat formations in the infantry and, uh, and movement formations. On the Davian, get about five of these, Karita only three. Uh, but Novacat 2, so 3 and the 2, use them as an alliance. Liao, 8, big number of Liao. Steiner, 5. Jade Falcon, 6. Russell Harg, 8. And luckily, for the booster draft scene, Wolf Hunters get 7. Some of those may well be the uh, um, the, uh, the Gossamer VTOL, in which case formation is not an option. But by and large, there's a pretty decent mix there, certainly with 7 Wolf Hunters on the scene. Um, the ability to make formations uh, in a booster draft shouldn't be that bad. Um, the infantry then, in terms of um, what we're going to expect, the clan battle armour look very, very good. Uh, nice and quick versions there of the Jade Falcon. Um, always has been a good piece and looks like it uh, will remain so under Vanguard. And the Grey Death, well, um, yeah, a good utility piece really. Again, something that um, you'd quite happily use in, in Booster, especially to give you that formation uh, or potentially that capture attempt. The LRM battery, um, well, really, the two things that signify Vanguard in terms of what we know we're not going to get, uh, one of them is no artillery, and the second is no three-cap transport. So what you can drop uh, will be out of a two-cap transport, and really, LRM batteries, uh, their main forte for me is uh, boosting the range for formation drop, but still, not to be discounted, slow, fragile, so maybe um, maybe an emergency. Ravager battle armour, yeah, good, very strong piece, um, nice and tough. Thunderbirds, again, there's some very nice pieces out there, all very useful, and we'll Toad Gauss Rifle, talked about drops literally about 30 seconds ago, uh, and this has got to be the piece really for me, again, slightly limited in so much that um, it's only going to be out of a two-cap transport, and spoke last week really about the utility of pieces like the Wolf Hunters, only doing two damage out of a drop, um, so again, maybe you need to be lucky and uh, get something like a three damage piece. So the infantry, all by and large, really, I think with the exception of the LRM, uh, very useful and hopefully uh, able to mix and match with the vehicles. Uh, the vehicles then, the Gossamer, 
kind of the odd one out, as much as it is a, uh, um, a VTOL by all uh, all other accounts, um, uh, and therefore potent in so much that the ranges extend from about 16 to 18, or possibly 20 for the Novacats, um, but fragile. Um, the Hoopsie Pelocci tank thing, um, great piece of kit. Um, I think some have limited arcs. You're not going to be able to drop them in Vanguard booster draft, so they have to move on their own speed. So you have to protect their arcs and some of them with minimum range as well. So not the potent weapon it will be with a three cap transport around, but still pretty good. Um, and uh, some of them are very, very, uh, very, very fearsome pieces. The MH1 um, could be the key really here. Um, come fitted with recon, some get armor. <coughs> not the toughest around, uh, but again, it gives you that chance to drop. So yeah, if you see a transport on the table, I'd take it. Scander tank, uh, don't want to dwell too much, but uh, yeah, fine, nice support piece. Tokugawa, reviewed them last week, uh, some very nice pieces in there. The fact you can't drop them, um, I don't know, they're, they're not that slow. Um, they're wheeled, um, pretty rapid, and could, for example, be put in formation with um, some fast infantry, like the clan, or even the last vehicle I need to talk about here is the Morning Star. A real enigma, the Morning Star HQ. Have you ever ever seen one outside a booster draft or or a booster competition? Absolutely not. Uh, not in standard tournament play. But however, there's something that you probably do need to consider in in a booster draft to give you the formation or to use as a standby tank. Or the key is for me really here is sometimes you just can't get the formations. You've got the odd piece missing or the odd unit on its own. You've got the command roll that you need to maybe get that piece moving every now and then. So anyway, uh, I think it's something that you probably I would certainly consider playing. Um, if uh, if I pulled the right one, the common mechs, um, some good and some bad. Um, the Anubis looks pretty useful actually. Um, I'll sort of do the mechs in more detail later on, but uh, yeah, nice, nice and fast, and uh, good ranges on it. Uh, the Avalanche, okay, uh, not too bad. Um, uh, the Goshawk, well, I'm not really going to touch on that at all. Uh, limited, medium, with short range. Similar with the Osiris really as well, but then we come to the pick of the bunch which is of course the Thor, uh, and that is really going to be, aside from a unique, uh, a potential game winner, especially if the corresponding pilot or gears with it. Um, in terms of just tactics and picking, uh, I'm not really that uh, experienced. I've been literally to two, what you might call, um, two sort of ranking booster drafts, one at the Worlds and one at uh, the Paris event. I basically found that uh, very often, in fact every case, uh, my eyes were bigger than my points uh, budget. So out pops a unique mech, new set, I'll have that for my collection, but of course you're actually there to win the game. So sometimes the uh, the common mechs with their lower points value and lower pilot values can actually be just as useful as pulling a unique. Um, that unique mech, um, yep, it's great and it is, it's, it stands you, in really, stands you in really good stead, but you're probably talking about 250 to 270 point outload if you stick the pilot in. Gamer, and it may be, but you will really need to pick your support quite carefully. A pair of lights or a pair of mediums um, can just do the trick just as well. So um, if you don't pull the unique, um, you know, don't get too hung about it. Just build that, build a well-balanced force, order-efficient force. Put in things like captures and drops in there, and some mech support and combined arms. If you can do it, could well win the day. Um, just really looking now about the supporting types of gear. Don't want to dwell too long on it, but spoke about last last week and risk gear could actually well play could well see um, widespread use 
the hyperlaser's got to be the weapon of choice. Hyperlaser and pulling something like a CNC uh, Thor in this in this game, uh, yeah, a very powerful combination, especially if, if there's a corresponding pilot with it. Uh, apart from that, I think there are some common pilots around. Um, there's a medium for Novacats, uh, the heavy, a Jade Falcon, 220, very, very good, and would make the Thor uh, a real contender. And the lights for Liao, getting a, uh, a Sang Wei, uh, a great piece, a great pilot to fit on the Anubis to make it very potent. So talking about the Anubis then, um, they're all um, pretty good. Rattlehog, <laughs> I don't know, once you get it to its prime, it's got five working clicks to get it to salvage. Um, so, yeah, not one I'd probably take. And the Novacat one, uh, great range and good defence. Uh, the Liao one, long, long dial, um, and again, a good defence. And the Wolf Hunter, I'm not sure how you... It's not as easy to prime as some Wolf Hunters, but um, all these last three, you've got Evade on the dial for free. So any free gear that comes on a mech or a vehicle's dial in booster draft is well, well worth it. Um, the Avalanche, um, just talking about that now, some of these are obviously a jump jet type mech. Homing beacon for Liao, I find that difficult to use. Um, but long range, and again if you pull riskier, explosive arm, arm, armor piercing, makes it a very potent mech. Uh, pulse on the Novacat, again, free gear. Hardened armor on the Karita. Now hardened armor, I haven't really toted properly how much armor piercing is out there. It doesn't seem to be a great deal. So if you can pull something with hardened or, reflect or reactive armor, uh, it really is worth its weight in gold in, in a booster draft. The Novacat Avalanche picks up Reflective, but does push out heavy damage up to 12 inches. So Reflective not as good, but big damage. I think the most damaging of the lot. Goshawk, I'll skip over those. It's had its day. Its day didn't last too long. Um, short range, poor utility. Um, the Mornings, the Osiris, uh, again, don't want to dwell too long. Um, yes, jump jets. The Rattlehog does have good potential. But only for the last three clicks, when you've only got a 19 or 17 defence. Again, I don't see the point in it. But, you know, and again, the Davian and Lau, the Davian and Steiner, all poor range, I'm afraid. The Thor, yeah, um, Rasselhag Dominion, um, take it all back now. Uh, an actual mech that with IT at the start and damage at the start at a big range, that is a nice mech. And I do like that at all. Do like, I do like that one. Uh, the Novacat, uh, Novacat Thor, reflective and jump jets. Um, it's got a long, long dial, uh, great range, uh, big damage potential. Jade Falcon, big debate on the Falcon threads uh, on about the Loki versus the Thor. It is not the Loki, but we're talking about Vanguard, we're talking about sealed booster only. So, yeah, it is a nice piece. Watch its heat dial, um, but just basically get it bouncing around there and pull the pilot and you're in for some like a 12 attack, potentially the highest attack in the sealed game. Um, yeah, I'd like to get the Clan Wolf piece, but hey, no me, it'll be a broken booster because my Gauss rifle will be snapped off its base and I'll have to hand the booster back to the Battlemaster. And my next bet, no me, will be an Osiris in the replacement. Uh, but finally, the Thor Wolf Hunter, what I can say, hardened armour, fantastic, easy to prime, great, big damage, long range, uh, superb piece, and again, a potential game winner. Over and above, you'd have to argue, maybe light and medium uniques. So those are some of the mechs. Just touching on a couple of the vehicles. The Morning Star, they all get three, and the Russell Hard gets four clicks of, um, of, of uh, command. Put them in a pair with a tank in between. You're rolling two command dice a go. Um, the Russell Hard does no damage at all to start with. I don't know. Um, I really don't want to dwell on Russell Hard. It's a bit of a theme to these podcasts, but never mind. Uh, again, um, Jade Falcon, fast with evade. 
some have a fairly decent range, the Wolf Hunter especially. So, um, hey, another theme, good Wolf Hunter pieces. Wow, surprise there. Um, so yeah, don't dis don't discount them. Uh, the Gossamers, very, very fragile, but again, in the sealed game, um, they're VTOLs, they can't go in formation. Um, so just watch your uh, order intensity. Uh, one or two of these when you can't actually move them, and you may, may spend the whole game doing absolutely nothing, but you know, the options there with an overcat at 20 inch range uh, could probably actually uh, out assault some of the uh, some of the lesser range mechs. So those are the pieces then. Um, that probably almost going to wrap it up now really. Very, very short I'm afraid. But um, in terms of preparation for my prep for the Nationals, <laughs> absolutely nothing this week, which is a bit embarrassing. Getting spooked by a lot of um, internet uh, threads. Um, possibly a huge change in army build. Uh, I do like the one heavy with uh, a drop support, uh, some sort of drop. Uh, don't know, but I'm also now switching. I do like this. Sort of, I've seen very good army builds out there with multiple threats, um, and also I've seen um, some armies there using sort of light mech swarms as well. So um, don't know. Five or six gate time, five or six days to go. Tom and I have got our bags packed. We're waiting to go. We've got uh, things to test against, things to test with. Uh, we get back about midnight on uh, on Friday the 2nd and about seven hours later we set off <laughs> uh, to Loughborough uh, in the car. It takes about two and a half hours drive to start the uh, the booster draft for Saturday and the format for that is basically going to be a relatively friendly uh, atmosphere and it just provides some sort of ranking. There's no real carryover to the next day. So Sunday is the actual day, uh, a potential seven rounds for the winner. Um, and of course the trip to the world's on offer as well. Um, not that many people signed up so far, that, and I just hope the numbers are... Uh, we normally hit about 30-plus for the UK Nationals. I just hope the change in venue and the change of date hasn't uh, caught too many people out. Um, but that's basically it from me. Uh, fingers crossed. Next time you hear from me, hopefully it'll be um, with news of the UK Nationals. Uh, I'll be waving this microphone under uh, people's noses for uh, reports and reviews and, and, and views, so... Uh, not just me droning on, I'm afraid, for 15 minutes or so. Uh, and again, um, the legal stuff, all this stuff, blah, 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 WizKids own it, it's their idea, it's not my idea, I, I don't want to go to jail, uh, please don't sue me. Um, I've obviously lost my bit of paper <laughs> with all the script on tonight, but never mind. And just one last thought, really, I would just like to say a big thank you to WizKids for uh, for making the Osiris LE uh, uh, mail away, the uh, Thunder Thighs. It is so nice to have a mech that's actually named after your wife. Thank you.